Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. I think acknowledgement is the gateway practice to conscious love. I really do. First, let's define it. Acknowledgement, according to the Oxford Dictionary, has these definitions. To accept or admit the existence or truth of. To recognize the fact or importance or quality of. To accept the validity or legitimacy of. Show that one has noticed or recognized someone or something by making a gesture or a greeting. And finally, to confirm as in the receipt of something. I love all of these and they shall all be used for this episode. Where so many of us go wrong in conversation, even in the most loving and conscious of discussions, is forgetting to acknowledge the other person in so many ways. You know how in school they give students this raw document and ask them to edit for grammar and syntax? Well, first of all, I fucking loved those because nerd. But Secondly, it would be fantastic to have this for emotional intelligence. Let's take the following example. Two lovers are discussing food. Not a euphemism for sex, they're actually discussing food. The first one, newly vegetarian, comes home to find their partner has prepared chicken cordon bleu. They say, hi sweetie, what's for dinner? What? I told you I'm not eating meat. You never think of me. You just do what you want to do. You make what you want to eat without a care for my opinion. The second one dives right in and says, Oh, I thought you going vegetarian was just wishful talk. And you've said that so many times before and kept eating meat. And you're very welcome for the meal that I just spent time shopping and preparing for. Sorry I even bothered. The first one. I am too. If you're just going to be sarcastic, I'm going to go to the vegan food truck. Enjoy your chicken and ham. The second one, I will. Does this sound at all familiar? Would you like to know how acknowledgement can change this from storming off embattlement to compromise or repair? The first thing I would advise is to think of every time you come together as a sort of segment of life that needs acknowledging. Yes, we're super busy and bustling, but acknowledging someone's existence in your realm as the gift that it is really sets the tone for not only that moment, but your entire relationship. Count how long it takes you to walk up to your person, look them right in the face, and say, hello. Acknowledgement. 
if person number one in that example had paused to acknowledge two things at once and didn't react immediately, the conversation could have gone so much differently. Before person one even opened their mouth, they could have acknowledged that their partner just prepared an entire and possibly complicated meal for the two of them to eat together. The second thing is they could have acknowledged the disappointment that it was something that they could not eat. When you take the time to acknowledge your own disappointment, it gets easier to not jump into making it mean something bigger. Like the first person said, you don't care about me. And so the sentence could have gone like this. Ah, you made this for us? When did you get the time to go to the store and do all of this? That must have meant leaving work early. And then I love that you did this. I am, however, going to stick to my promise that I made myself to really give up meat. This gives person number two time to own that they had forgotten about this new vegetarian thing and also to acknowledge, to self-acknowledge that lapse. Oh geez, you did say that. I'm sorry I forgot and I didn't take it seriously. My bad. And then they could decide together to go to the food truck to get a vegan meal, bring it back, and eat together. If the first person came out of the blocks hot, the second person could still use acknowledgement to diffuse. Same scenario. Hi, sweetie, what's for dinner? What? I told you that I'm not eating meat. You never think of me. So the second one acknowledges and immediately diffuses. Hun, you're absolutely right. I did forget. I'm so sorry that made you feel like I never think of you. I can see that that must feel shitty that I put meat right in front of you after you said no more meat. Person number one can accept or not. But what person number two did was heard words like never and you don't care and realized that it's about more than just this recent decision to give up meat and the even more recent forgetful episode of the second person forgetting that decision. And so the person receiving these spears has two choices. Acknowledge that there is pain there and that they did something that brought that pain forward or fall into sarcasm and defensiveness. It doesn't mean the first person was in the right to initiate with such a negative tone, but the second person triaged the emergency. They acknowledged that there was more than just an unwelcome and poorly planned meal choice at hand. And they prioritized the other person. They can later ask for acknowledgement that what they did was out of an effort to connect and did take them some fair amount of time and energy. But in the moment, they acknowledged, hmm, something's really going on here. And they made a choice to keep throwing acknowledgement at the conversation until it diffuses. Here are a few of my favorite acknowledgement practices and maybe consider making them second nature to you or at least try them on and see how it works in your own situation. The first one is always acknowledge what the person has said. I know that you're excited to say what you want to say, but let the words land before you jump in. For example, your date says, oh, I got the worst haircut there and I looked like a seventh grade skater boy for months until it grew out. And if you launch right into a bad haircut you once received that had you questioning your stylist sobriety, the first person will be left feeling like, alrighty. And at first it just feels like it's the speed of the conversation is kind of off, but it will rapidly turn into you are someone who only likes to talk about yourself. 
You may talk about yourself, but at least ask what kind of hair a 13-year-old skater boy has. It is not assumed that you hear and care. You have to acknowledge that you heard and that you care. A second practice is acknowledge time. Acknowledge the time that someone has chosen to give you. I feel such love and gratitude to others when they spend time with me and I acknowledge by saying it. I say things like, thank you for all of this time chatting on WhatsApp. I really enjoyed this time together. Or thank you for making time for that call. It was so helpful to hear your voice. You're not apologizing for taking up someone's time. You're acknowledging that time is precious and thank you for yours. A third practice is to acknowledge people's accomplishments or events, period. Not, hey, congratulations on your wedding. When will we hear the pitter-patter of little feet? But congratulations on your wedding. How do you feel now saying this is my wife? How has that been for you? My second child recently graduated university and I heard so many people asking the newly graduated college students, what will you do now? Let the massive and impressive accomplishment of standing there in a cap and gown after four or six long years of sacrifice and investment and effort sink in. Let them soak in it savor it with them. Asking what is next to anyone without acknowledging the accomplishment is gross. Don't do that. A fourth thing, and this can be an entire podcast episode, acknowledge moods, feelings, physical pain, and grief. I find so many times that we want to avoid upsetting other people so we don't acknowledge these. In truth, our acknowledgement does not make other people aware of their difficulties. They're aware. Rather, it helps others not to feel so alone in these difficulties. My last is to acknowledge with this practice that I got from Stan Tatkin, who got it from Nekan, the Japanese art of self-reflection. And so the practice involves looking back at the week with your partner and make three different lists. The first list is what my love gave me and then list everything that your partner has given to you in the last week. Be very specific and concrete. So like even the things that are expected, they got up early to walk the dog. He put candles in our room. She called to check on me. He went to my doctor's appointment with me. All that jazz. The second list is what I gave them. Same thing, be specific and concrete. And then the last third list is the trouble I caused them. Be very honest here. From discomfort to pain, whether you intended to do it or not, what did you do to cause trouble for your partner? There is not a fourth list for trouble that your partner caused you because you are very likely keenly aware of these already. The next instructions are to look at these three lists. If you did it honestly, the first and the third list will likely be longer than the second. It's very enlightening to be able to notice what you're receiving that you are possibly taking for granted. This practice works if you do it alone, but it is such a great bonding exercise to do together if you have a partner who's willing. And so in the theme of acknowledgement, I will ask you to now follow the podcast and download so that the one podcast can be more visible to other people. You are loved by me. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love, 
empower, and magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me. Now.